This week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is brought to you by the spider who watches you sleep at night. Hello again there, wunderschossen. I'm just taking another midnight stroll along your ceiling and I can't help but stare at your gorgeous face. It's almost as if you're just daring me to spin a little string of silky web down to your face to feel what your soft plush skin feels like. All the time I've spent crawling all over your face in the night. I know every inch of it. If only you would just love yourself like I love you. You're too hard on yourself. You work too many long hours at such a terrible job. Trust me, I know. I've been watching you from the cracks in your floorboards. It's times like these that just make me wish I could do more than just stretch my entire body across your mouth so I can feel your hot breath on me. I've curled up in your ear and whispered little spider poems to give you strength. I've gently massaged your bicep to make sure you aren't sore when you wake up. I've even downloaded the latest episode of Minecraft Podcast to your phone so you could enjoy yourself on your commute to work. Just know you are loved and admired. I will never let anything bad happen to you. Ever. Hey, dorks. Just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes, and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Well, howdy, Mr. Pouty. Time to turn that frown upside down. On this week's episode, I put Justin in the hot seat and ask him some creative questions to give the listeners a chance to learn more about him. I then give Justin the 411 on how our latest video game stream went on Twitch. Spoiler alert, it was filthy and amazing. We then discuss some of our latest customer service woes and give each other a nice big shoulder to cry on. It was a lovely podcast and we're thrilled to share it with you, so figure out your call sign... Decide which of your two beloved musicians you'd let die and revisit a bad customer service experience as we sally forth into episode 247 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. have the Avengers logo behind you? What do you mean? Uh, I'm just looking at the stream and you have this angelic uh, you know, a- Let me just stretch halo. my back real quick. Oh boy! Ugh, I got some new wall art. You got some new wall art? It's yeah. so funny because for those uh, for those on the stream right now um <laughs> What you guys are seeing is not what I'm seeing. And so every time the stream goes live, I'm greeted with a uh, a brand new surprise that Doug has figured out how to do throughout the week. This is fantastic. Yep. Welcome. <laughs> oh, fantastic. You're welcome, America. And to our <laughs> listeners, welcome to another episode of Mind Gap Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us. Hello, two good hips. Hello, good Jervis. Hips. There you are, two good hips. There you are, my... Uh, so before we get started, a couple of announcements. Let's get Uh-oh. these out of the way. First things first, 
uh, I want to do a big thank you to everyone who showed up and hang, hung, hang, hanged out, whatever. They were hanging out, out with us on uh, last Saturday for the Jackbox Party Pack 6 Marathon. Uh, it was just under four hours of a stream, three hours and 55 minutes. And, oh, man, was that fun. Um, I'm tired just thinking about it. It was a marathon. It was a blast. We had a really good time. Uh, we picked up some people. I still don't know who they are who showed up to play. Someone by the screen name of Vampy showed up, which was awesome. Uh, Mocha Splat showed up, which was awesome. We had some. Mocha Splat. Uh, some returners, uh, Jerbis hopped on there with us, Sirloin84, uh, Decocker84 showed up, uh, Bloody Bartfast, Dull Moment, all you all were freaking amazing, and uh, it's Tuesday now, tomorrow I'm going to have a very not safe for work highlight <laughs> reel that it's uh, going to be on YouTube. Uh, I've had a couple people specifically say, hey, make sure don't tag me in it. I'm like, you got it. <laughs> Um, wow, I you guys really I I was on there for like a popcorn fart. It was real quick, and then I was out. It sounds like you guys had a thing happen. Yeah, um, and I have to say, <laughs> special shout out to Jill. Uh, she was oh, an enabler, boy. and she was basically like, "One more game." I'm like, I mean, who am I to deny my wife one more game? So, I mean, this is so crazy. What, I was talking to Drew, and he said the same thing. <laughs> He's like, "I go." So apparently you guys run for like four hours. He goes, yeah, I stayed like the whole time. You I'm did. like, dude, I said, how did you guys do four hours? He goes, well, Doug at least five or six times tried to end the stream. And he's like, if it wasn't Jill, it was some like random people who were just like one more game. I was like, who am I? I mean, game. I gotta give the people what they want, man. Like I can't, I can't <laughs> say no. Like it was amazing. It was so much fun. We were having a blast and really we spent majority of our time playing joke boat, which was great. And, uh, you know, there was some filthy, filthy stuff that was said. And uh, it was very enjoyable. Uh, Jervis goes, please tag me. You got it, pal. <laughs> you got it. One of one of the brave few who wants to be tagged. <laughs> but we had an absolute blast. We had some really great numbers. And after that, we were just a mere three followers away from hitting our magic number 50, which oh, would become baby. affiliates. So we were very, very close. So if you haven't already... Up on twitch.tv slash podcast. Give us a follow. Every Tuesday night, we do record a podcast like we're doing right now. Every Saturday night, we play games. And this coming Saturday, my brother and I will be heading back into the world Warhammer Vermintide 2. Oh, to purge the chaos and the Skaven and the goat people. And uh, you... <laughs> I don't know. They're just called the goat guys, the herdsmen. No, it's just you're like the vermin and the scathen and the goat people. The goat guys. It just sounded so uh, not regal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, the herdsmen. Uh, the her oh, there we go. Um, and uh, as again, if you're watching on Twitch, you get to vote on what happens to us throughout the level. The last time we played, it got real interesting. Got real dicey. We survived. But boy, it was real, real close a couple of times. So we'll be heading back in there. So come check us out Saturday night, 8 p.m. Central. Real great time. We'll have some fun. And uh, yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep the stream alive. Great. Other news, big news. Justin, do you have like something in your soundboard that's like a big time announcement sound effect? There it is. Silence. <laughs> 
Oh wait, can you not hear that? Nope. Oh boy, hold oh, on. Oh no! The stream! Hold on, what happened here? What are we gonna do? Wait. Oh no. You can't hear this. Nope. Sure can't. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Anyway, uh, big news, everybody! <laughs> we now have a merch store. You can buy currently a Mind Gap t-shirt off of Teespring. If you're on Twitch right now, just head down there, down below. Down below. Hey, there it is. Oh, thank God. There's the sexy oh. music I missed so Ooh. much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We back, baby. We back. Oh, we got merch up in your butt. All up in your butt. Oh. We got the clothes you can buy so that you can so take good. them off. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got the clothes you can buy so you can take them off. Duffy's 91, what's up? He says, it's El Brocchio, but now it's back. Now, now it's, it's back. back, baby. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're on Twitch, just head down, head down there. There's yeah. a little panel. You can go check it out. Uh, it's simple right now. We've got one T-shirt design, three different colors. Um, you can purchase that. It supports the podcast. It also spreads the good word. Mind gap. So go check that out. We will be adding more designs and more things as we go along. So please, uh, if you're listening, head over to Teespring.com/stores/two-letter-e number eight. That's teespring.com slash stores slash 2E8. It's the number two. The number two. The letter E. Letter E. The number eight. Number eight. Right. You can also check out 2 East 8th. They've got some merch stuff on there as well. So. The Woo! nice thing about this is that, like you said, you essentially become a walking billboard for us. Which means a lot. It means like, a lot. People are going to be like, what's Mind Gap? And you're going to be like, well, it's this pretty cool thing. Have you, have you seen their highlight videos of what they do? Pretty have you brutal. seen have you seen Doug and all of the cast of characters uh listen to Jill while she gets wine drunk and makes filthy filthy jokes in joke boat? Yes. Well, if you haven't, head on over to Mind Gap on YouTube and you can. Check it out. Check them out. And that's out. what you can say to people, basically. Mm -hmm. Do yeah. our bidding, please. Eat it. Do our bidding. So Super excited about that. I've been talking about merch for a while. I've always been scared to do it because I'm real like, I don't understand how it works. So yeah. Teespring fortunately makes it really easy. Teespring is fantastic. And then we not in, a, in no way, shape or form are we sponsored by them, but I will give a free plug to Teespring thus far. Uh, their business model is fantastic for people who are just kind of coming up in the, in the game and they don't want to house a warehouse warehouses worth of merchandise uh these guys got it uh, on lockdown so yeah. check out teespring two good hips says i'll take a 2x uh you can feel free to go on and purchase that my friend right down there right down there just, man. Go, to, just go to teespring.com slash store slash 2e8 and you can purchase it right now and it will be there in just a matter of time you can even get rush delivery you know what i mean i, I like, like guarantee i like guaranteeing people that it will be there in just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time, guaranteed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that. I think that's pretty exciting. Have that. We've been wanting it for a while. Yes. Oh, cool. But I was like, for me, I was like, oh, great. We got to print our own shit. We got to store it somewhere. We're going to have to mail it out. We're going to have to get stamps.com. Maybe they would be a sponsor. <laughs> Who knows? And, the logistics uh, of what you normally would have to do with that are fucking staggering. Yeah. They're absolutely staggering. 
And these yeah. guys make it real simple. So excited. And I'm excited to come up with new designs. Already uh, in practicing my craft by making horrifying cartoons. Of oh, you guys. Different things. It's, it's a thing of beauty. I tried out Adobe and Illustrator. And I was like, you know what? Let's <laughs> practice on a, on a picture of myself. And I thought I'll make it cartoony. But then I was like, no, let's just trace all the lines and all that sort of stuff. And I sent it to Justin. It didn't have much shading on it. And it looked horrible. Realistically what horrifying. What doesn't realize is that it's now my background on my laptop, my iPad, and my phone. So as horrifying as it is, I can't sleep without looking at it before I go to bed. There you go. So that's that. Super excited. But that being said, man, I feel like I haven't talked to you like in a really long time. I know it's only been a week, <laughs> but it feels like it's been way, way long. Well, the thing is we typically – we talk – all week on Gchat typically is how it goes. So we, on Tuesdays we record and on Saturdays, sometimes we'll do, you know, the stream, but throughout the week we'll chat on Gchat. I have been so ungodly busy that my Gchat is barely open throughout the day. Yeah. And so I haven't gotten to be on that. So it does feel like it's been like two or three weeks since we really got to unpack what's been going on. Have yeah. you, have you been equally as busy at work or? Uh, yeah, I've had, I've had my ups and downs, uh, you know, had some rage-inducing moments, uh, <laughs> but you know it's it's just also just yeah it's been a lot. I've been just genuinely curious about different things, and I tell you what, man, YouTube's algorithm. Give shout out to YouTube. And one thing that you're mildly interested in, they flood you with a whole bunch of other stuff. And actually, it's in this situation, it's been good. You know, like oh, I, I, I've been like, hey, I'm curious. Like, I want to watch this tutorial on Illustrator, and before I know it, I'm like watching all these guys actually like draw stuff which is super cool there was something before i got on here i'm like ooh, i wish i had time to, to watch that it's 13 minutes like these essential tools in this program i'm like i just taught myself how to do that program i should probably learn what the essential tools are um i was learning something about edits the other day and i'm like part <clears throat> my way through this actually no <laughs> official terminology like ah it's cool but i i've just been genuinely curious about stuff and i'm I want to. I want to know a little bit more. Um, I've always enjoyed <laughs> um, drawing to some degree, but I'm terrible at it. Like just abysmal. Like I don't draw well at all. Oh, um, I'm right in the same boat with you. But I things like Illustrator allow you to kind of bypass that a little bit. Like it's definitely easier if you know how to draw because you can generate things. Um, and um, if you don't. You know, if you aren't that great, you can kind of like part around with it. And it's see, I've anytime that I open uh, and, and admittedly, this is a terrible thing to admit being in film, but I am very ill experienced in um, After Effects. And every time I open it up, like I get that knot in my stomach and yeah. I have to poop, you know, that feeling where you're like, nope, I got to go. And so anytime I open up a new software, it's the same, that's the same feeling. So Illustrator, I just, I briefly peeked into it. I'm like, I, I can't, I don't know. It's oddly. And I like, I have the, the desire to, to learn this stuff too, but like, it just feels like it's such a mountain to get over. It's funny because I've done, I realized how much I use the wrong programs. I'm for the, which I really? got, I got to say is more of a testament to Adobe and that you can do kind of whatever you want and anything, but there's some that are really well designed for some things and other things right. like they have their specialties. Um, for the record, Jerbis says, uh, you got to hit that G chat. It's 
keeps Doug going. Totally true. It's very and, true. Uh, Duffy's 91, you're right. YouTube is a rabbit hole. Not careful. 12 days later, you will pop up. Where was I? Um, pop exactly. up on the surface. Yeah. Pop it up. That also is what keeps me going on chat, baby. Yeah. The feeling that goes through my mind whenever Justin sends me a chat. A G chat. Oh, baby. What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Interrupt my day. <laughs> I will haunt your butt. Exactly. I say that sometimes too to Doug. It's all from a place of love. It is. No, I mean it very sincerely. Yes. Um, but like, I realized how much work I was doing in Photoshop when really I should have been using Illustrator because it's just so much easier in Illustrator. Interesting. So what were the things that you were trying to do that it would have been easier? Because in my mind, I'm like, well, Photoshop is just like the catch-all program. Like, What does Illustrator allow you to do that, that uh, Photoshop isn't as good for? It's, it's for, in my mind, again, this is, this is coming from a complete moron, um, but... <laughs> In my mind, Illustrator's good for the sake of creating. Like it's it's almost like doing a good touch up on stuff. Like from what I've seen, people will go into Photoshop or they can do it in Illustrator. They'll do their initial drawings, but then they go into Illustrator to create those vector lines and to really make it so that it's a lot sharper. They tune it up a lot more in Illustrator. I think you can use both, but Photoshop, I guess, again, guys, complete moron that's talking right now, is kind of for photos. Um, Illustrator, illustrating doesn't have to be that way. Oh. The amount of stuff I've created in Photoshop, okay. where I'm like, man, that was kind of a pain in the ass. I go to Illustrator, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that would have uh, that would have been way easier. Would have been way easier if I just would. After yeah. Effects, I hit that hard, really hard when I first got Adobe like Live Suite. I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. I haven't touched it, so um. <laughs> It is. It is intense. Yeah. But that's another one I want to get into because I love the idea of anime. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And yes, yeah. Jervis, that was Sam. I will haunt your butt. That's Sam. It, it, it was too good of a clip for us to not clip yeah. and put on the soundboard. That is a soundboard worthy clip. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Just know you could be a sound clip. Someday. That's. That's true. If you get a good enough uh, phrase on one of them old joke boats. Yeah. I, you know, some of those things we probably don't want to play again. Um, <laughs> what happened on Saturday? I'm so interested. Well, you know, really what it turned into um, was who can really use someone else as the butt of a joke? That's where the best stuff came from. And what I really loved is people had some amazing callbacks. Like people okay. were referencing, you know, former jokes because the way that game works is you do. A, the idea is that you're on a fourth rate cruise and you're just, you know, a, a comedian. You guys are just competing with each other to get the most votes for your jokes. So it starts with people will come up with like a whole bunch of premises. You spend like a minute just typing in nouns, yeah. places, names and things like that. And then you get two minutes to basically craft two jokes. It'll give you kind of like the setup, which is like, man, my grandma used to always say blank. And you have to be like, oh, and then you choose that joke. And then one of the, the setups would also populate. So if I said butts, it's like my grandma used to always say that butts were like, and then you would fill in the rest of the joke. So people would go and they would write stuff. And um, 
it's it, it you know and then that's like round one and then round two is you then get to choose someone else's joke to rewrite to see if you can make it better lolly bartfast welcome yes sex robots that was a recurring theme um that showed showed up in there um i think brought about by yours truly um yeah so uh highlight reel coming out tomorrow not safe for I'm work so excited uh there's a couple bits i put in there i'm like should i keep this in here i'm like it's funny i mean it tells a funny story so we'll see what happens uh yeah water speech welcome back jackbox looks like a lot of fun it is a lot of fun i remember pitching that game to you a while ago and you're like yeah one of my friends plays that and he says that it gets out of hand really fast so um you know fact yeah uh fact. It, 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 that joke boat is no is no exception Joke boat is no boat. Uh, no, no, ah, I messed it up. Never Joke mind. boat is no boat. It's a pontoon. I messed it up. It's a pontoon. It's a pontoon. Which are technically boats, but joke you know. boat is no joke. Joke boat. That's what I was trying to say. No boat. If we ain't not no boats, then we can't float. Right? <laughs> Sex robots. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I feel like that right there should be a little clip. Uh, just like sex robots. Yay! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Woo! So, um, one of these things we're doing at work right now, sort of connect with our teammates, is we would we have like a daily check-in for 15 Okay. Which, for the record, I appreciate. I really don't need a hermit. This, this is where you operate. This, this, where is I your, this is your comfort zone. This right universe. Here. Like there's yeah. the amount of check-ins that we have, like just in general, I'm like, ah, I don't really need this, but I realize that a lot of people do. Sure. Because yeah. some people, this is really insane, but we originally would be like, Hey, someone th you're going to own the meeting and you're going to come up with a topic for us to talk about. It was kind of running its course. And then the head of our team was like, okay, starting soon, we're going to do what we call the hot seat. Okay. Hot seat is you pick one person and for 15 minutes, people get to ask them any question they want. Work, well, as long as it's work appropriate. Boo. I'm very proud of how I got my boss to talk about something. I'm going to try the same thing you. Hope oh, you're boy. Ready. All right. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So, Justin. Yes. If you could hang out with two artists. I'll say artists because I'll keep it, keep it more like, you know, if you want to do musician, that's cool. If you want to do, like, filmmaker, whatever. Two creative people, like who would be the two people you would just absolutely love to hang out with? That's a really now alive or dead? Uh, alive. Okay, so it has to be alive. All right, mm -hmm. that narrows it down significantly. I thought I'd help. Um, you. Thank you. That's a, still a really fucking good question, though. Um, boy. So any sort of artist, if I could hang out with them. Yeah, if you want, I can narrow it down to just musician. That makes it easier. Not really. Um, well, you know what? I'll put Glenn Hansard is one of them for sure. He's awesome. uh, he's a he's a Irish musician. Uh, he was in that uh, movie Falling Slowly. Um, or sorry, the movie is once the ah, main that's, song that that's came what out it was. Of I was like, ah, yeah. I think it's no, it's not. Oh, yeah. it is. Good deal. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um. Yeah, anytime he comes to the Chicago, Beth and I always try to catch his show and go, and it's we've seen him uh, yeah, a All couple right. times. So Glenn um, Beck, yes. who else? So Glenn Beck is one of them, and then obviously Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Linda! Clean me up! Clean me up! 
that in the oh we need to put that in the soundboard oh anyway, god we gotta find um, it <laughs> so uh glenn hansard for sure it takes care of musician i feel like i want to throw an actor or a director in there um right now it'd probably be taika watiti oh nice uh jerbis says james dean's hologram can I just do <laughs> with James Dean's holograms? It's a dude Instead with a of, with a green screen mask on. He's just going around like I'm James Dean. Yeah, you'll see it in post. You'll see. <laughs> I know it looks like I'm wearing just a green man outfit right now, but uh, yeah, you'll see it in post. All right, so you and Glenn Hasselback and Taika Watiti are having. You won a contest. You get to hang out with both of them at the Getty Museum, L.A. Which is one of the coolest places in my life. You get to overlook LA, you get to wonderful scenery, and you also get to appreciate art. It's an art museum at the same time. All right. I'm into it. All right. You guys are hanging out, you're shooting the shit. Glenn Hannity is just, you know, speaking Irish and you know, he's telling you all about his cool licks he can do on his guitar, and Taika Watiti's being very aloof but fun at the same time, making a lot of jokes and whatnot. All of a sudden you feel a little bit of rumble. Uh oh. Oh my god, it's an earthquake. All of a sudden, there's a little <laughs> bit of a landslide. And part of the museum starts to slide down. And you're like, oh, my God. And and you all start falling. You, you're able to brace yourself and you grab each of them, one with each arm. But then you realize you can't pull them both up. Oh, boy. And you have to decide which one you're going to let go, which one you're going to hang on to and help up. So Justin, who are you murdering and saving <laughs> of those two? So basically what we've got here is we've got a Spider-Man 2 scenario. I mean, I haven't seen that movie in a while, so sure. Or no, maybe is it Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man? I like to think yeah, The Good Son, if you've seen that movie with a young Macaulay Culkin, you know? The mom's I mean, holding on to Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin, and she has to choose her real son, who's a murderer, or her nephew. She doesn't know. Should we just say it's like Sophie's Choice? That as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, either one. It's a tough decision. <laughs> really, what this uh, boils down to is this is difficult. <laughs> what this boils down to is uh, Taika Waititi's going for a tumble. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Uh, that's a fucking that's a really that's a really great question and a really tough. Jerbis uh, uh, says, I thought the rumble was going to be a diarrhea. Jared, I 100% thought that's where Doug was going. That's a fair. And water speed said same. <laughs> Doug, you've become predictable. Guys, I'm coming up with great, great ideas for merch. All I'm saying, you know, I feel the rumble like that. You can feel be a rumble. It's coming through. You better get to that toilet or else. That's right. Um, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think I would have to. As much as I love Taika, I there's Glenn is just there's something about what he creates that's so fucking special to me. Um, and yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to go for Glenn. I really think I do. Right. Yeah. Enough. Either way, now, you're killing, you know, an immigrant. So, I mean, <laughs> want an asshole no matter what. You're welcome. So same question to you. <laughs> you're at the museum and you're with Glenn Hansard and Taika <laughs> Who do you save? I'd be like. Hey, uh, Rendell, um, I hear you're great, but, uh, you didn't make Thor Ragnarok. 
Hey, today, today. See yeah. ya. Yeah. And then he would just do that. He'd be like, adios. Right. He'd say adios. Adios. That's a very, right. that's a very Irish thing to say. No, it makes sense. Good adios. See? It just rolls off the yeah. tongue. It's so much better. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my favorite part about that was... That's a really fucking good question, though. I knew exactly what I was hoping would happen. Like, everything played out perfectly. I felt like yeah. just... I mean, that's not a very difficult thing, but I was just like, I'm going to figure out exactly who his two favorite people are, and then I'm going to make him kill one of them. Like, that was, like, my goal. Like, I want to see what he does. And my favorite part was, as he was going, um, he was like, like, oh, cool, cool. I got, all right, quick, uh, follow-up question. And I gave him the same thing. And as I'm describing, he's like, oh, I love these sorts of things. I'm like, cool. Now you're here. And he goes, oh, no, I have to let one of them go. I'm like, yes. Choose wisely. And uh, it was very well received. Like that. It's really, really well done. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you think you're like, oh, I'm totally going to get in for, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang out with these people. Oh, wait, I got to kill one? No. I think I think it's uh, fun because it's so easy to be like, all right, uh, what are your greatest fears? Because I was going <laughs> to use, that might be something I still use, which is like, hey, what are your greatest fears? All right, cool. Name your two biggest fears. All right, cool. Which one of these things would you hang out with or be, be basically subjected to for 24 hours straight? That's probably the, gonna be the, the next one that I ask. The questions you ask, if like a psychiatrist had asked these, they would be trying to determine who is the psychopath in the room, and you would it's be not failing. me. It's not yeah. me. Not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's That's way, what a sociopath. There's a lot of people that are way worser. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> way saying? worser. Way way worser. You know what I'm saying? That's you know what I'm saying? that's such a it's such a tough question because like you in in that capacity, there's there. Each of them have such a unique thing that resonates so personally with me. And so, like, you've got to basically, like, how do you choose between two, like, you're choosing between two very, very, uh, uh, um, two parts of yourself that are very ingrained with, like, what your personality is. So if you, if you, same question, who would you choose uh, to hang out with? And then who would you save? See, Justin, have you thought about it yourself? I'm not there. So, question. No, um, you're not. You're not where. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm not. I'm not at the observatory, man. I'm not at the Getty. All right, it's not there. It's not going to happen. You're standing at the the mouth of Mont Vesuvius. I, well, I mean, I've actually got a better a better one for you too. Um, <laughs> my well, boss, you really are dodging this question. Okay. No, I. Well, it's just it's funny because you thought about this. Tom DeLong. Bye. And oh wait. See ya. Who else? Who else gets to live? Alex okay. Jones. Oh boy. So you're flipping it. It's like, who gets to stay? Well, right. Alex Jones, I mean, he's had a lot to eat. He's had a lot of meat in his system, so he's feeling a lot heavier anyway. And that guy, that guy definitely needs Tom DeLonge can at least hang out. At least he's contributing some sort of relatively okay music. So, and apparently with the UFO stuff that got released, allegedly when it got released, it was sent to Tom DeLonge. I don't know if you heard about this declassified UFO stuff. From no. like 2017. Is this new? Well, I mean, I think it was like a week or two ago. They oh, decla- no, I have not heard about this. I think it was the Pentagon declassified some footage that had been uh, their hands classified since I think 2017 or 2018. Okay. And it was like, I watched it and I was like, yeah, I, uh, it looks, it looks legit. But like one of the things was that cause Tom DeLong was trending on Twitter and it was like, he, uh, you oh, know, fuck. That's never a good day when Tom DeLonge is trending on Twitter. I was like, oh, God, why? The like, you know, how Tom, there's like all these memes like how Tom DeLonge must be feeling knowing that he was right. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> but that's just one thing. That's just one thing. Yeah. Water speech says Tom's full of shit. My father-in-law hates him. I'm not a fan either. 
Not a fan yeah. either. But you know what? I'll say this much. Song came out in November. I already forgot the name of it. But it was on... I was watching it for a while, and I enjoyed it. It was a decent song. I usually don't like Angels and Airwaves. I kind of just like tie Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Waterspeed is hilariously Tom is hated by the UFO community. Really what solidified it for me is, amazing. When, is when he went on Joe Rogan's podcast and made a complete fucking ass of it. Like, I couldn't even listen to the oh, whole episode. Yeah. Joe was just like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? He was like just really poking him, prodding him. There's one particular situation where Tom was saying that a guy from the CIA or some sort of it, like high-level military person wanted to meet Tom at an airport like to discuss stuff about getting him involved. And even Joe goes, wait. Why would a high-ranking government official want to meet you, a rock star, at an airport to talk about aliens? And Tom was like, well, you know, I just have this avenue of reaching people. And it's like, this is UFOs, man. This isn't like demographics. Like, you know, you're pretty hot with 18 to 34-year-old males, you know, in North America. So this is the guy we've got to have disseminate this information. Like, And he was just like putting up all the stuff. And I'm like, God, this is a fucking shit show i was so just saddened i was like i can't listen to this i had to turn it off i was like man fuck that guy even in the intro joe goes all right this is an interesting one guys like i have people on here and sometimes he's as nice as he could he said this guy's full of shit is basically what <laughs> so but uh you know <laughs> it is it is what it is and uh oh, so yeah so tom along i had to hang on to him but uh definitely let out that guy it sounds a, like the right answer. Guy's a giant piece of shit. Right. <laughs> all right, I got another fun one for you. All okay? right. Here we go. This one's definitely Later. not as morbid, all right? Okay. You, sir, have been drafted. You are going to be an Air Force pilot. First off, can I just say, terrible idea. No, this is going to be great because... Fantastic. You're about to get assigned to your vehicle, and they need to know what your call sign is so they can <laughs> paint it on your plane. What's your call sign? My, my call sign. Or you're well, a truck driver from, uh, from, you know, you're a truck driver and you're in, you know, Smokey and the Bandit. Uh huh. However you want to, however you want to portray it. Yeah. What's my call sign? I get it. <laughs> based off that, uh, based off that voicemail I got from the CDC, I think my call sign would be Teeny Weeny. <laughs> I feel like that's got to be what it is, right? Teeny Weeny, I got one on my six. I can't shake him. All right, I'm coming up behind you. You won't even feel me when I get there. Oh, teeny weeny. Oh, teeny weeny. You've struck again. <laughs> uh, well, if I went back to like my nicknames in high school, it would be uh, either Big J or Judja, uh, J-U-H-J-U-H. And based wait, 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 off wait, hold your, on, hold on. Based your face, I feel like Judja has to be the one i feel like my initial thought was like that's racist like i don't know why but i was like you just, you just can't you can't be going around being like what's my up judge <laughs> sounded like a derogatory thing i was like what it's not like i'm saying unitard <laughs> there you go i'm there just saying go. it's judge yeah right yeah <laughs> uh so if I'm going off that, it'd be uh, it'd be uh, Big J Dog eighty three, Big J eighty. It's my gamer tag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just initially, I'd probably have to go with Big J. Yeah. Okay. Big J or Big J Dog. Nice. But D A W G, obviously, because no. I'm gangster like that. 
because I thought you were going to say something else. Because <laughs> I'm a unitard like that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I, uh, I would do my other username sometimes is Justin Michael, M-I-K-E-L. But I feel like that would be horrible if people were reading that like, uh, all right, Justin Mickle, you're flying a little too low, a little too low, Mickle. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's not me. I don't know who you're talking to. That, Obviously, like, I'm fine. They're like, can we keep this down to just a couple syllables, son? Choose a different call sign. God damn it. Uh, no, it's got to be Justin Mickle. Son, that is not how this works. I can't hear you. All right. Justin name- Mickle, this is not how this works. Oh, okay. Your name's going to be Dung Beetle. Here we go. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> would yours be poop water? Mine would be Little Caesar. <laughs> you said that so certainly. Why? I've had this figured out for years. Why? Little Caesar. It's funny because uh, I'm not little, and uh, I think Caesar's just kind of a cool name, you know? And you're not Roman. <laughs> little Caesar. Come little in. Caesar. Hmm? Now, would it be Little Caesar or Lil Caesar? Right, Little Caesar. L I L. Yeah, Lil Caesar. Lil Caesar. Yeah. Lil Caesar. Rolls right off the like, tongue. It's easy to say. As you, know? you do flybys, or like as you like drop bombs, you're just like pizza, pizza. <laughs> this episode, this this nuke brought to you by Lil Caesars. <laughs> on all of your bombs that you have in your plane, you just have stamped on them pizza, pizza. <laughs> I hate gluten. You know, as it falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so little caesar would be yours that's interesting caesar because you did that. so have you really had that for a while I love like, that poop water was the first thing you thought would come for me <laughs> well i was still on the diarrhea <laughs> trip so. you know um yeah I couldn't get to the soundboard quick enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, let's see. Slotty Bartfest said, oh, of the releasing of the um, UFO footage, he said it was a classic, hey, everybody, look over there moment on the government's part. Yeah. And then he much. agreed pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza. Yeah. So uh, those have been the, some of the fun questions I've been asking how, people. So how have your colleagues been responding to those? Because I have to say – Legit, those are very well thought out questions, and they rock the boat on these typical like, "Hey team, let's get to know each other." And typically here, okay, you've got the mouth, the butt, and the vag. Which one are you going into? You know, it's like I want to get away from that. I want to get to more interesting stuff. You're part of a human centipede. Are you the front, middle, or back? Yeah, right. right? Typical bullshit. Describe why in thirty seconds or less. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I just like to sort of so like boring. shake it up a little bit in the sense of, well, first of all, I just, there's something very enjoyable about like, tell me what you love and now kill one of them. You know what I mean? Like, that's very enjoyable to me. Well, which the is thing why, I love about that one is that there's, it's such a fucking curveball. Yeah. Like, people don't ski that, you lull them into this false sense of security and then you just fucking take that left turn. I love that. What's great is Bailey, who was on the podcast uh, oh, not that long God. ago, I love it because she's in these meetings and I'm watching her. She's on mute and she's going, and she's like freaking out. When I did the call sign one, she goes, hang on to that one because I want you to ask me that when I'm on the hot seat. That's and uh, it's it's very fun to just sort of, like, you know, see that sort of stuff. Um, my, I was on the hot seat and I very much enjoyed it. They asked really good questions. 
But my favorite one was yeah. we only had like a minute left, and this person she hadn't said much, and she goes, "All right, um, you had was well, she said you get you get to commit one crime. What is it? Without skipping a beat, I go grand larceny. Next question." What, you, what even is Grand Larson? Everyone just goes, well, I think we should just end on that one. Like, <laughs> it'd be funny if I was like, I'd say murder, but I've already done that one. So Grand Larceny, you know, like just. I can't get charged for it again. You can't. <laughs> no double jeopardy, motherfucker. No double like, jeopardy over here. I've seen the movie with starring Ashley Judd. <laughs> so what, do you know what Grand Larceny is? It's like big theft. No. Big theft. I think, that's what it's, I think that's what it is, right? Grand arson. Your Honor, my client is being charged with big theft. Theft of personal property having a value above a legally specified amount. I think that's... That sounds vague, as most law things are. <laughs> What's an example of grand larceny? Embezzlement, extortion, receiving stolen property, and unauthorized use of property can all be considered theft. However, grand theft... Typically applies to what is known as larceny, theft of personal okay. or tangible property. Okay. Hashtag erection. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Um, would it really be grand larceny, though? I mean, I don't want to kill anybody. So, but if you can I get mean, away with it. No, don't really want to do that because that's still on my uh, that's still on my conscience. You know? I feel like I can think of one or two people who I'd make an exception for. I mean, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess maybe if I was like a co-conspirator, maybe supposedly, but I don't want to be the person to like, you you know, (laughs) choke them until the life comes out of their eyes. You passed the test, by the way. I was still trying to figure out whether or not you were a psychopath and you've passed. Thank you. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I just, yeah, that doesn't sound I played the long game on that one and you passed. Yeah. That doesn't sound interesting at all to me. Um, I feel like, yeah, grand larceny sounds fun, but I would I would want it to be like in the form of a heist. Yeah, I'd want a little action with my grand larceny. Action, I want it to be easy. Really? I just, I just want it to be easy. I don't need a, I don't need the thrill, thrill of this. Then why even do it? Because I don't want to. <laughs> That's the Wait, thing. <laughs> I don't want to do it. They're like, you have to commit this crime because it's part of this thing. This would you rather? I'm like, all right, I guess. Let's make the most money for the least amount of effort. You know. <laughs> I'm practical Doug here, even when you know I'm a what? thief. That's fair. Like, you know? That's absolutely fair. I mean, again, if it's if it's a risk versus reward situation, you know, water speech, that is categorically false. He says Doug Ooh. wants to push a button on someone deep down. I really don't. I really don't. Maybe. Because um, <laughs> there's that thing, right? I mean, there was the movie that was like every time you pushed a button, you get a million dollars, but someone dies. Oh, yeah. Was it Cameron Diaz? Was it yeah. that one? Yeah. <laughs> Water speech. It would be easy. Jesus. Is, Terrifying. Is is Lucifer hanging out in our chat over here? It would be easy. You just push a button. Like, yeah. All you've got to do is push the button. This got Water real. Speech. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because there was also, I think, a scientific <clears throat> experiment where I think they had it. So someone was pushing a button and it was like electrocuting somebody. Okay. And each time they were, they were, it was whether or not someone would follow instructions, regardless of whether or not they were harming someone. And people were pushing the button and they would hear through the vet someone screaming, like in pain. Then someone would be like, 
all right, push the button again. And, and they were surprised at how many people would do it just because someone of authority told them to do so. And there's also a movie about that. Um, they're doing a, 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 I forget what it's called. It was an experiment in the seventies where essentially they simulated, um, prison. Yes. Really good yes. movie, by the way. And um, it got like way out of control. Yeah. Essentially yeah. like, um, you know, students were basically, they were seeing, I forget what the whole premise behind it, but essentially some students were prisoners. Some students were guards and more or less, they were just going through this simulation at Harvard or some shit like that. And they volunteered for it as a psychological experiment just to see what it would do to people. And it was crazy to see like students called that the Stanford the, prison experiment. That's what it was. And, um, it was, it was really crazy to see like how people reacted. Like the students who were playing the guards kind of got on power trips and the yeah. kids that were prisoners, like the, the things that went on between like people got in a character. They just really like, it got really intense. It's a really great movie. And it's, based on a real experience. It's always fascinating to me to see, like, I think I'm very susceptible And it all happened with like only, that. in only six days, it says here. Well, that's a long time if you think about it. <laughs> right, but it was supposed to be a 14-day prison experiment. They got six days in. They had to shut it down. And they, like, the, the students who were playing guards were beating them, and they were, like, complete psychological meltdowns. Yeah, it was. That's Locked up. It was wild. Like just And did you see that movie? Yeah, it's great. It's a really good movie. It was movie. good. Okay. Yeah, they have really good actors in it. Um, highly recommend it. But I feel like I'd be very susceptible to that because just my typical personality is to kind of not rock the boat. You know? Yeah. Um Lord of the Flies, yeah, Duffy's. Exactly. What so would you, you say Go ahead. When you say you'd be susceptible to it, susceptible to I have falling a feeling. into like like if if you had a bunch of peers that like you were on team guard, like you would fall into the abusive behavior because you don't want to rock the boat. Not necessarily that I would think so, if someone's like, Hey, push this button, you know, okay, I, so I have a feeling stakes down a little bit. I have a feeling that if someone watered it down and they just kind of pressured me a little bit, I have a feeling I'd give it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think I'm better now than I was 10 years ago. A lot of ways. Like I found myself situations where I'm like, you know what? That's not cool. I think I need to say something, you know, mm -hmm. so I write an email. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Dear sir, I'm madam, too my make concern and <laughs> and uncheck the box that says please contact me about this situation. I don't want a response. I want to tell you how I feel. One-sided only. Just know I feel this way. That's all I need. Take that, Dick Sporting Goods. And your <laughs> shitty bike support. <coughs> Fuckers. Can, I feel like there's a story here. Yeah, it's true. You dicks. Ah. Yeah, I wrote him an email. I wrote him an email. I was like, your people aren't very good. Don't contact me. Bye. I'm never coming back. But, it, but I felt so Because here's the thing. In that situation, I'm like, no one's going to do anything. And I don't want a half-assed gesture of like, here's a gift card. I don't want to go back to your store. Like, right. I literally wrote in there. I go, I, I've been in customer service for a really long time. I feel like you need to, you need to know that I've been there twice now. And both times you guys sucked bad, right. like really, really bad. And I have no interest in ever going. It, like it ruined my experience. It ruined the reputation 
of that organization. Like I don't ever want to go back. Um, Has that happened with any other with any other um, uh, either vendor or company or anything like that where you've had such a bad experience with them that you're like, you know what? I'm going to say this and then I'm never coming back. And they've like permanently lost your their business, your business. I thought I did that with Halal guys, but sure enough, I went on back. They, uh, you they really like, did. They have good food, man. Like, because <laughs> here's the thing. If someone has a good product, yeah. I'm willing to I'm willing to endure some bullshit. I may be resistant to it. I may not go running back there, but I'm like, if you got good food, you got something really good that I like. Back. Like, One of these I'm days, like, I'm coming back. Like, but with Halal guys, I had horrible customer service. But I'm like, eh, no, like just when they they reopen, I'm like, hey, it's under new management. It's probably better now, and it has been. Yeah, I don't know. Back in a while, but. <clears throat> for a long, long time, I was uh, I was anti. Bank One became, I think, Chase Bank, didn't it? Yes, I think that's how it went. Yeah, Bank One. Uh, when I was with them, uh, somehow because of something they fucked up, my uh, social security number was like compromised or something. Like someone else had my social security number. And it was claiming that it was theirs. My accounts got frozen. My yeah. like, There was this giant thing, and it was right after I moved to Chicago. And I was so anti-Bank <laughs> One. And then when Chase bought them, I'm like, and fuck them too. And I just <laughs> – and so I went to every ah. possible other bank, and I was with Washington Mutual. And Washington Mutual got bought by Chase when they went under. And finally I was like, all right. I'm back, I suppose. All right, here we go. And then Beth and I got married. We joined our accounts, went to Bank of America, and I'm like, fuck you again! I'm out! But that yes. was something where I've never let that go. And like every subs subsequent company that has been part of that, I've just been like, I just I don't feel right about it. I don't trust you. Yeah. Yeah, I try to be better with that now because it always comes down to, is this worth having a battle? You know what I mean? Is this the hill you want to die on? Is this where you're planting your is flag? This, is this the one where this goes? And there's certain times where I'm like, that's cool. I'm just not coming back. You right. know, lost my business. Long time ago, someone, boss of mine said, it's really important that you give feedback. People, even if you have a bad experience, especially if you have a bad experience, because you need to let them know right. what's going on. And I agree with that to a certain point, but there's also <laughs> a certain point where I'm be like, nothing's really going to be gained. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to walk up and be like, you guys suck. And right. here's why you suck. I don't want anything. I'm just here to tell you, you guys suck. Okay. Have a good day. Adios. Just like, I've been on the other end of that where people are like, I've had a bad experience. And I'm like, I'm not even saying it's necessarily you, the person I'm talking to. I'm like, but this sucks, man. Yeah. And I just feel like I'm complaining and you know, it's I'm useful. That's why I feel like in that, <laughs> that specific situation with X, like, I feel like it's more useful that I send an email because I'm going to objectively list what happened Give right. dates and times, basically be like, this happened. I didn't enjoy myself. You guys made buying a bike one of the most difficult things in the world. Sure. And that's a fucking shame. Like, you guys made me feel bad for trying to buy some of your products. Like, when when you make me feel bad for buying something, like, just fuck you. Like, get like out of here. they shamed you? Or? <sighs> so here's Let's what do it, Doug. Let's do it. Unpack Jill and I it. were going to buy bikes. Found what we liked at Dick's over to dicks and we got our bikes and at the bike station like there was two guys there that were doing orders they were fixing bikes and shit like that um but they just were not 
paying attention to anyone who was like looking at bikes, which, you know, I think that's like sales 101, but also I could tell that they, they, they had a lot of stuff that they had to do. You know, they're trying to fix stuff. They're trying to fill orders and things like that. So I'm like, I get it, get it, whatever. But I legitimately needed someone to help me like with a bike. I haven't owned a bike since I was a kid. So right. water like, speech uh, wants to know, was it a tandem? It, bike? Was, it was not a tandem bike. That would just be oh, a disaster. Giant disaster. Um, so I ended up like just picking up a bike and then like the guys at the, the bike stand disappeared and they were just gone for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, what do we do? <laughs> Cause we also wanted to get a bike seat for Natalie yeah. and we had all the stuff. I'm like, I guess we just take these downstairs. So, cause this was upstairs. Like, like yeah. so we start going towards the escalators and this manager goes, Hey, Hey guys, are uh, you looking to buy those bikes? We're like, yeah. They're like, did you get them checked out? I'm like, no. Like, oh, we got to go get them checked out first. I'm like, there's nobody over there. Right. Like, well, hold on, we'll get it for you. And like, they call them up. I'm like, all right, this is a really bad experience. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Right. And now I feel kind of stupid. So I go over there and this guy just comes over and he's not helpful. And he, I literally have to sign off that this guy talked to me about all these different aspects, about all these safety <clears throat> things. And this is where I just gave in psychologically. I'm like, sure, I'll initial that you did because you didn't. Um, and uh, I know that, you know, what am I going to do? Argue with you? Because obviously right. the guy had no interest. I'm like, what am I going to say? Uh, hey, you didn't explain this to me. Right. Can you explain it to me? I just knew what I was going to get back. And then Jill was like, hey, can we, uh, you know, can we get this, you know, seat for our kid to put it on? The guy's like, I can't do that today. No, no way, man. Can't do it today. <clears throat> you have to come back like maybe tomorrow or the day after. He's like, I got, I got all these other orders, man. I can't do it. I'm like, you just can't put this on like right now. Like, no, nah, man, hey. sorry. Can't do it. That couldn't have taken more than five minutes. He's like, I got all these other orders, man. I got all these other things I got to do. I can't do it today. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, whatever. I, I got a lot of bike orders, guys. What am I supposed to do? I'm backed up on bike orders. Like all these other people here. These other people. What a seat. These other people. On this bike. No, I can't do that. Can't. Like, okay, whatever. Jill and I go home. Um, we end up trying to put the bike seat on ourselves. We fuck it up. And uh, Jill's brakes stop working. <laughs> Oh, like Jesus. They, they're like locked up so she can't actually ride. So we take it to a local bike shop. Um, guy was super nice. He took care of it right away for us, fixed it up. We're like, well, we just should have gone to you, period. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of sucked. And then we decided we're going to go back and we're going to buy a little balance bike for Natalie. Okay. A month later. She was really doing almost the exact same thing happened. We go to buy oh, a bike. No one's at the bike thing. So that, or I think Jill ordered it online and then she called the place. It was like, Hey, I want to make sure that everything comes with this bike, that the tires are inflated, that all the stuff is done. Yeah. We go, we get it. I'm going to check out. They couldn't find the box. It was like trying to find, you know, blood diamond or something in the hill, <laughs> South Africa. And we finally get it. It's just in a box. And Jill goes, we should probably open this up. So we, we leave. We open it up. The tires are not inflated. It's not put together. So Jill goes back in and she's like, hey, you guys told me that this was going to be this way. And you guys didn't do it. And they like gave her a lot of grief about it. And then it was, wow. it was just like all those things. I'm like, you know what, guys? It's not this hard to find a dick on a dog. It's also not that hard to just buy a bike. Duffy says you need to get fitted for a bike. Gets crazy really fast. Yeah, I'm also a huge fat ass, and I probably just can't buy whatever I did. I kind of like what I have. It seems like it's okay. 
But I also don't really how to operate a bike. I had to be like, how do you shift gears? I had to look that up. Thanks, YouTube. Um, <laughs> but it's just, you know, when it comes to things like that, like, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. I'm going to buy right. something. And, you know, look, I've worked at shit jobs. I know it sucks. I know it's not fun. But right. come on, man, help help someone out. They're, they're looking to buy a fucking bike. You obviously have a passion or understanding of it because you're fixing them. So right. why not the, do that? I think. That's the that's the one thing that I've gleaned off of customer service in my years and years in the in the industry is that it doesn't matter how shitty of a day I'm having. Like if I pick up that phone, if I'm with a customer, even when, like when I was at the container store, the minute I approach a customer, they don't give a flying fuck what's going on in my day. So if I'm having a bad day, if I'm stressed or whatever, the minute you start interacting, it's, hey, how are you? What can I do for you? Mm-hmm. And it's you you have to turn that on. You have to. Yeah, the hardest part is matter. switching it off. Like after you've had that bad encounter, yeah, you, you immediately have someone else. You have to be like, "Hey, right. how's it going?" And be like, "That's gone now. I can't think about it. I can't let it hang over my head." You know, you've got to reset. You can't yeah. presume that the the next person's going to be as big of a dick as the first person. Sucks if they are. And you're like, great, yes. I got a twofer. Hey guys, two for two. Yeah, put my name up on the board. I found right. a twofer. You know, I'm like go buy a lotto ticket because I'm on fire. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know stuff like that. But again, that's just a perfect example of I'm like I could fight with this guy and be like, you want me to initial this thing that says you explained it to me, but you didn't. Right. And, and you know, looking back on it, I should have said something. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Why am I initialing it if you didn't give this to me? Yeah, you didn't explain this to me. Like, that's really shitty of you. You know, like, I, I really want to say all those things, but I'm like, but what, am I going to fight with a guy who doesn't fucking care? You know? Right, and then you're going to, what, get his manager? And then he's get like, where, what, what is the, that's where you have to ask yourself as a client, what's the end goal? Yeah. What am I looking to get out of this? I wanted a bike and I wanted to leave. That's really right. what it was. And that's the thing is, like, this is going to take longer. And right. what end? That's where I, I look at that as I'm very psychologically susceptible to stuff like that because I don't want to rock the boat and really... That's why I'm a terrible negotiator because I just want to, you know, I just want to get out of like, when I went and bought, we got the van, you know, and I knew it was just, they were, they were waiting us out. They were wearing us down. They would leave for 10 to 15 minutes at a time. They knew it's a tactic. And I was like, it's working on me. I don't want right. to be here anymore. This is a waste of my day. Right. And, um, I just get to the point where I'm like, fuck it, whatever, let's get out of here. And I don't, I don't have the resolve to win that battle of a well, Waterspeed says, don't ever feel bad for asking for basic service. It's not like you asked a flight attendant to wipe your ass on a flight back from Bangkok. That's right. That's from the poop terrorist episode. That well, well done, Waterspeed. Children cheer for you, Waterspeed. Children cheer for poop on Bangkok flights. Yeah, that was an interesting one, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I recently had a, a similar client, a customer service encounter where and again, because you and I have worked so closely in this, like I feel like I have a different mentality when I have to call in. Uh, but I had a, a an encounter recently where I had to call customer service, and they were extraordinarily unhelpful Ugh. to the point where I was like, I know if you wanted to, you could help. I yeah. know that. And like, and I and I at the end of the call, I usually reserve this if if only if this is my ace in the hole, and I was like. Is there anyone you can escalate this to? Is there? I went through all the typical things and kept a very, call, like, steady demeanor. And at the end, I said, "All right, look, <clears throat> I mean, I know this isn't your fault. I understand this is policy." I said, "But I'm going to say this 
because I know this call is being recorded and I hope that you, I hope this call gets used, gets reviewed and used in a training thing on how not to handle this. And I went into, you're and a so cunt. basically, right. <laughs> I said, I'd like to say one thing. <laughs> you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> because I know it's recorded. I want to get this on record. <laughs> right. I just want to say on record that <laughs> I will haunt your butt. <laughs> but I, I said, you know, I was like, like, here's X, Y, and Z, and here's how you did this poorly, and here's how you. And I basically, and I, I don't like doing this, like, and I usually won't. But on this one, they were so incredibly unhelpful, and I'm like, I understand you didn't cause the problem, but you also did nothing to resolve it. Yeah, like, what and were some of the things why, they were doing? So, well, I they would. Everything I was giving them a very like, practical Doug without getting into what the call was regarding practical Doug would have been very proud with the very logical pattern of thing I laid out for them saying you're telling me this here's why that's incorrect and here's why you should compensate me that fee that I was charged and yada 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 and it was a airtight fucking argument and they would just go well you, um, you know well if the thing is, based off the policy, and I was like, don't quote the policy manual. Like, they, they kept going back to, like, well, based off our policy, this and this and this. I'm like, again, I have been a customer of this product for coming up on 10 years now. I Consistently, I'm like, there's a difference. It, it was just one of those, like, it's hard to, without getting into specifics, it's hard to talk about what it was. But they just kept basically quoting their, you could tell they were flipping pages in a book. Like a choose your own adventure novel, and like if the client says this, turn to page four. That's tough. <laughs> turn the page. Right. When you hear this sound, when you hear the when you hear the client go, <laughs> turn to page four. <laughs> Jerba says, "I can't believe Justin got bad service from poop.com. Yeah. Oh. I know it was a it was a great story, wasn't it, Jervis? Uh, it's like it's really hard to go into details without getting into details. But it was one of those where I typically don't like. But you know that you know when customer service people are not doing all they can, and it it hurts because I've always tried to go as far as I can when when someone really truly needs it, and if they're being kind on the phone, that goes so much further than if they're being a dick on the phone. You know? Well, it's 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 really a testament to the company. Because I yeah. get it. They're there to protect. They're there to make sure that they don't give money away. They're there to, you know, it's like the people that are the anti-fraud folks. They're there to double check everything to make sure. But at the same right. time, those are, as I've gotten older and I've experienced more of that stuff. And I realize when someone just sort of rests their laurels on a policy, well, according to the policy, it's like, okay, I understand your policy. I understand what you're saying, but what you're what you're telling me is like that is your that is your ace in the hole. Like, well, here's this magical right. document <clears throat> that states what we can and can't do. Therefore, right. I am bound to this document. Right. I signed a contract. I'm paid by it. I'm like, that's cool, and that's why you have to be like, fine. Can I have your manager? Because we need to find a way around this. Because if it's a situation where like this doesn't work for me, or it's just not right, or whatever, if you just sit there, and keep going. Well, the policy says it's like, well, you're not listening to me. You're right. a robot at that point in time. You're a slave to it. You're not helpful. And that's when it's like, I realize why people try to go around them. Right out of the gate, people would be like, hey, can, it, can I talk to your manager? And people are like, actually, let me try first. It's like, I know that's what you're supposed to do. 
I know right where this I'm is I'm going to save us both some time. Just tell me who your manager is and just send me right on up there. And right. we'll be good to go because I'm going to waste your time. You're going to waste my time. We're going to go there anyway. Well, just right. take me to your manager. That'd be great. Thanks. Bye. Jervis, you're not wrong. He says, I'm going to assume your double XL butt plug arrived with teeth marks already in it. It's the only possible thing you wouldn't want to discuss. You're not wrong. I will not deny it. I mean. So there's that. When my stuff comes with. What's the worst thing you could get in the mail? You ordered teeth marks. That would, would, <laughs> that would just disturb you the most. That's a great question, too. Just imagine, just imagine that, right? You order a brand new laptop, it comes, and there's, like, bite marks on it. Teeth marks on a laptop. And you're just like, and it's clearly someone went, ha, ha, because then I'm like, How, what happened? Was someone, like, doing Frisbee with it, and they're like, hi you know, and they catch it in their teeth, or? At that point, though, I don't even think if it's a laptop, I'm not mad. I'm more just, like, I'm curious more than anything. Jill would be livid. It would like would be livid? she would get out a lighter aerosol can and be like, "Where's the building? Because we're gonna burn it down." Like, why is there teeth butt- marks on my thing? Like, a butt plug would definitely be one of the things I would be very upset about, or <laughs> well, I have been upset about. Either way, water speech says an apple. Yeah, not not cool. Anything yeah, food would be- related would be pretty bad. Anything baby related? Yes. If I ordered like a ba- like a pacifier for my kid, <laughs> and all of a clearly- sudden, clearly. <laughs> It's clearly someone's bitten into it. You're like, what What? the fuck? Like, would not be thrilled with that. Uh, If I ordered like, uh, like jeans, like pants, and they came with just like like teeth marks on the crotch area, (laughs) that makes it so much better. It's like, whoa, no, thank you. It's like not torn, but there's clearly an impression (laughs) that's there. Where it's like someone must have like left it in all night, just like clamped in. They're just like. Someone uh, got lockjaw while biting these jeans. Yeah. And that's the only possible. The, they're, they're beta testing a new style. You know? <laughs> I love it. Water speech. That's high fashion. Duffy's 91. Slightly used, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to think what I've ordered. <laughs> He's ordered a canvas print of your wedding photos, and there's a bite mark on your face. Photos also very strange, right? Very odd to have bite marks. You know, I would argue that it's odd to get anything delivered. That's with what bites. makes it Let's fun, just, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes it fun. Like, uh, I don't know, a box of cereal. There's just like clearly a bite mark in it, but not enough. Again, it's not torn. It's just like you can clearly right. see that someone. It's almost like how a cat or a dog gently grabs the nape of the neck and carries right. their animal along. It's there, and you can see there's a mark, and you're like, "What the fuck happened here?" You're like, like, wait a second, what's they the story? Pack this box with their mouth? They're like, uh, I had to walk the whole length of the warehouse, you know? Yeah. You... A toothbrush? <laughs> How would you have a, bu- I guess, on the handle? Maybe? Sure. Or if the bristles looked like they had been chewed? Oh, yeah, that would be unfortunate. Yeah. I, it'd be hard to tell. It'd be really hard to tell. Um, oh, I, you buy a car? A Baker's Square Pie. This episode brought to you by Baker Square and their pie. What about like a car? You buy a car and on like the the dashboard, there's just clearly you're like, who got curb stomped in here? Like what happened? Like on the on the muffler, you can clearly <laughs> see on the top. So someone full, full deep throated the and <laughs> just grabbed onto it with their teeth because it's all around. The muffler's actually clamped. It's weird. It's pinched in the middle. <laughs> 
baseball bat and an aluminum baseball bat. Your uh, Jared said a mind gap T-shirt question mark available now. The carrier at Amazon ran out of hands. They train, they train to carry things with their mouths. Give them a break. Your DNA swab screen. test. Ooh, that's ah. a good one. Ah. A Condom. pack of. Uh, I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Not punctured, but clearly someone's left an impression. But, but clearly, <laughs> well, you've left an impression. Well played. You know what? I'm taking the risk. And that's how Natalie was born. Da 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 da. Try doing slow motion run. I saw it. I liked it. Welcome. Thank you. I forgot <laughs> to say thank you. I'm sorry. I forgot to say thank you. <laughs> It's time um, so, for the throwdown. The throwdown is what it's time for. Um, I, uh, I, I really, I went through a couple of these, and uh, I wasn't too thrilled at first, but then it started getting good. This superhero generator that you pulled up the other week uh, brought up a couple of interesting matchups, and there's one here that I think is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So today's throwdown is going to be... Ghost Rider versus Punisher. I feel like Ghost Rider because he's got the power of the devil. <laughs> he's got that boy's got the power of the devil in him. That guy's got the power of the devil. I um, mistook us. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, that's the same one you're using. Yeah, because yep. on the yep. one that I pulled up, it has Silver Surfer versus Silver Surfer. Discuss along with Professor X, Al Jordan, Iron Fist, and Kitty Pride. The thing, the thing that makes me say that the Punisher would be able to stand up against is that the Punisher has gone up against people with superpowers before. Even though he does not have, he's very extraordinarily tactical. And what does Ghost Rider have? Sure, he's got like what, like a possession type thing ish. He's a fire ghost. I don't know. He's a Based off of the Nicolas Cage movie, <laughs> I know that he's got a chain. He was a stunt jumper, and he sold his soul. Yeah. Um, honest. Ghost Rider's powers in the ranked. Got a motorcycle. That's apparently a power. Yep. Superhuman strength, stamina, and agility. I feel like every super. Right. Spirit alteration. Mm. I don't like that. Nation from guys without empathic detection. What? Ghost Rider's empath abilities allow him to detect and decipher the sinful from the righteous. Uh, Punisher's in trouble. Here's the thing. If Ghost Rider needs that ability, Ghost Rider's an idiot. Well, I mean, he can tell, like, real quick by looking at right. someone whether or not they're like, you, he's like, you bad. I'm going to get Maybe you. Maybe he looks at Punisher and he just goes, oh, too bad. Uh, cult knowledge. Knowledge of the code allows Ghost Rider to manipulate certain spells, whether. Dynamical. Demonic. Ooh, I like the dynamical spells. Supernatural awareness. Uh, okay. Uh, sense. Supernatural occurrence near him. Regenerative healing. 
Invulnerability. That's weird. This one has a picture of him. Looks like the Punisher. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, eat bullets, melt within flames. Most blunt instruments won't phase the writer. Anything non-magical won't even leave a scratch. So I think I'm just going to stop it right there. Cool. And be like, I don't think the Punisher has much to offer against the old... So is, uh, is, is this a bad throwdown then? Because if so, I can come up with a better one real quick. Soul manipulation, sin manipulation, hellfire chain. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, cool. Like, guys got so, it covered. So today's throwdown is going to be... <laughs> Poe from Kung Fu Panda versus Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. Ooh, I like oh. this. I like this. Obviously, it's Poe is a fully realized dragon warrior. 100%. It's not Poe when he's still the goofable, uh, goofy, lovable, goofable. Sir Lauren had a good suggestion. The question should be Nicolas Cage characters versus another Nicolas Cage character. <laughs> <laughs> Put a pin in that's that like one. Sorry, that's like dividing by zero. You can't do it. <laughs> we will all implode. It's no solution. No solution. Yeah. No solution. Are you trying to kill us all? Oh, man. I... You've angered the gods. Literally just farted when you did it. Crazy. Um, oh, okay. Um, I feel like this is interesting because they're both, like, obviously, Michelangelo's got the armored shell. Poe has a fatty stomach that sort of like protects him as well. Um, Michelangelo has nunchucks. Both trained, both trained by rat-like creatures. <laughs> Very true. But I would say that I mean Poe's got the got the uh, move, but the pinky he does that explodes villain in the first movie he can catch him so he's he's got more of a uh supernatural ability it's a skill than... that he learns and he's also showcased that he can use weapons but he's obviously best with his fists see michelangelo still has to close the distance even with the nunchucks true so true. i feel like This is a tough one. I, I I think it's one of those situations where if you do just a lot of simulations, I think Poe wins more, Michael Lang. I feel like Because Poe I feel like Poe can can tap into more of like this spiritual element of the martial arts. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen him like conjure, you know, it, it's a little bit more mystical than the world of the Ninja Turtles. Well, let's just say <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever It's a little more mystical than the world of the Ninja Turtles. Who are we born from that. ooze. <laughs> Make a note. Clip that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. Because I think also... Two 36-year-old men having a conversation about life. <laughs> Sad one. Um, yep. But Poe also takes Kung Fu extremely seriously. He's a huge fan. It's True. like a giant passion of his. So that's what I think makes it so interesting in Kung Fu Panda is he knows all that stuff because he studied it. And whereas Michelangelo, he can do ninjutsu and things like that. And I suppose he understands it and whatever. But he, he likes pizza. He likes skateboarding. He's the goofy guy. 
You know what I mean? Right, right. So I, I think that because of Poe's dedication, even you know beyond, I haven't seen any of the other movies, but I mean he's he's got a sheer will and passion for uh, fighting and for kung fu, and I think he's going to win out more often than not. I think I think uh, I think Poe is uh, okay. the winner in that. So you're saying, well, hold on now, Yerbus goes uh, Poe versus call him Mikey. Yerbus, Yerbus. Yeah, I did. It's the Norwegian coming out of me. Poe versus Mikey uh, as an eating contest. Maybe they're eating pizza-flavored pot stickers. Poe wins. Really? Look at Poe. He's a fat panda. That guy knows how to eat. Hmm. So <laughs> that's all you get. Hmm. So you're saying, so you're saying Poe for for the win because he is an extremely dedicated and he has a mystical side that he can tap into. He's more dedicated to his craft and he, despite lacking weapons, I think yeah. I, I would say that their martial prowess is on par with one another. Okay. And because of that, the thing that puts it to the next thing is his passion. Standing of his craft. Also, he knows the, I want to call it the Tenchu finger hold. Um, okay. You know, so he just, he has, he understands that to a level that he is like a mystical Kung Fu warrior that, uh, that, that really puts him over the top. Bring it, bring it home, Doug. Service goes, when did a Norwegian come in you? Well played. When so did they? Ball for the win! win! So. Would it have made any difference, 30-second round, would it have made any difference if I said Poe versus all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't think he wins that one. Really? Okay. I don't think he – I mean, I just – I. they're all very good, and I don't think – I think one-on-one he's fine with any of them, but I think you put all four of them, I don't think he wins. So even two-on-one, you think he's – he's still going to hold on his own? But uh, I think that's – that's that that may be too much. That may yeah. be too much. Because that's a, I think he. It would be interesting to see, but definitely not four. I don't think he can be. Dig it. Well, there you go. Gosh, you guys keep giving up some good ones. Ninja Turtles versus the Furious Five. God. <laughs> Rafi would have gone beast mode. Yeah, probably. He's an angry fuck. You know. That's true. That's true. That's a true. Oh, that's a true. Oh, that's a true. So, uh, Justin, what have you got yeah. to recommend this week, Al? So, Doug, I got a good one for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've not watched it yet, I strongly recommend Middleditch and Schwartz on Netflix. So I've heard. Uh, it is like a young TJ and Dave. Uh, they do a very similar form. If anyone's ever had the pleasure of seeing TJ and Dave in Chicago, um, they have a form where essentially they are – potentially 10 different characters at the same time. And so let's say TJ starts as one character and Dave meets him. Well, maybe a third character comes in. So TJ will leave that character and be the third character. And then character two and three are talking to an empty space. That is character one. And so they'll just have as many of these fake people on stage as they need to. And they'll embody all of them. Uh, Middle edition Swartz does the essentially the same thing. And they are, they're really fucking talented. I have to give it up to them. So there's uh, season one is what they're calling it. It's four different hour-long improv specials, wow. and I watched the first one, and it's fucking awesome. I love that shit. Yeah, That's I awesome. think you'll really get a kick out of it. 
I uh, I don't watch much. Brag. So, uh, that being said, I don't really have a lot to recommend. I mean, Tombstone was uh, on sale the other day. It's one of my favorite. I don't really like Westerns. Classic. It's a good one. Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. Kurt Russell. Uh, uh, Wyatt Earp. Which is funny because after I watched that, I don't know, for the 96th time, I finally was like, let's look up uh, some history on Wyatt Earp. I was like, wow, they really romanticized uh, who he was as a human being in that movie. <laughs> like, he's a, pretty much a fuck-up. But, uh, you know, in that movie, they're like, it's Wyatt Earp, the peacekeeper. It's like, no, nah, he's a bit of a fuck-up. Uh, he got fired for punching somebody when he was a cop. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's very interesting to see that. But I love that movie. Val Kilmer is finest. It's a great movie, though, yeah. Um, I'll really be a Huckleberry. A Huckleberry. Yeah, I oh, love I need it. to pull that for the fucking soundboard. There you go. There's the. Got it. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> I'm Huckleberry. <laughs> I it? love it. We'll do our own reads it? for it. It'll be great. Yeah. Um. So you, that, but are you uh, listening to any new albums? Reading any new books? Comic books? Anything? Uh still, uh, still listening to the old, uh, you know, dance, Gavin dance, afterburner. Still. Right. Uh, Dig it. Sound device. Manager. Guys, we talk. Yeah. We um, talk. Jackbox, Party Pack 6. Real hoot. Real hoot. Highly recommend that. On that note, gang, don't forget to like, follow us on Twitch. We're doing another live stream, video game live stream, on Saturday, May 16th <laughs> at 8 p.m. Central Time. Um,. My brother and I shall be battling chaos and skaven and goats uh, in Warhammer Vermintide 2. So, come hang out, vote for what happens to us as we delve into the dark world of Warhammer. And uh, vote for what happens. Vote whether, what horrible things show up. Vote whether or not we get health, whatever, stuff like that. Uh, you guys can even, if you want to influence, uh, you know, tell us what characters we should play as. Make it harder. All means, let us know. It'll be a lot of fun. So that's Saturday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Also, if you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you for listening. Yes, Water Speech, you do decide our fate. Um, if you're listening, go check us out on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. We're just so close to becoming affiliate. A couple more follows. We'll be right there. So please head on over, watch us on our streams, hang out with us. It's a great time. Also, don't forget to check us out on our YouTube channel. Post highlights from the podcast, highlights from the Twitch. Plus any other do time. And then follow us on all our social medias at Mindgap Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And one last shout out, we have a merch store. So head over to teespring.com slash stores slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. Got t-shirts right now. So we'll be adding more as we go along. If you're on Twitch, just head down below. Down below, we've got a little uh, panel you can click on. Check out our show. And enjoy, spread the fine word while also supporting the podcast. We'd And let us know if you've got an idea for a design or a, an article of clothing. If uh, if you've got a real good idea and it uh, tickles our fancy, we might just make it. I don't know. Justin, where can people find you? Or where on can Instagram. they find a Norwegian in you? Ah, on Instagram and Twitter. 
uh, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcast, wherever you can find and consume the pods of casts. And then you can share us around, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, all those things. The big one, of course, is sharing. Just copy the link and share it out. Let people know that you listen to us and that they should do. means a lot. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap. Uh, and then uh, also, don't forget, 2east8th.com slash short script contest. We're still running the short script contest. Uh, we're given two tiers of feedback for your short script if you submit it. And then we're going to be picking uh, up to the top five best scripts that we get submitted. And we're going to help uh, actually produce those for some lucky little screenwriter. Um, and then also, I forgot to say, uh, Chris and Matt, this Friday, the 15th, are going to do uh, the Chris and Matt We're the Chris and Matt show, We're Fine, or We're Doing Fine. Basically, it's a quarantine at home version of the Chris and Matt show with some of their uh, best sketches from the last six live shows that they've done. So check out the Chris and Matt show, Chris Vellucci, Matt Lamson, and you can find uh, where that's streaming. And uh, it should be a good time on Friday, the right 15th. On. Right on, right on. Whoa. As always, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Twitch. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Douglas. And everyone, stay safe, be well, have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.